Hey everyone, welcome to the longest one night stand with Bobby and Ro. This is Ro. Today I'm going solo on this adventure. So, which is kind of weird that we have a podcast, which please like, subscribe, follow whatever your platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Please follow us. We would love that. This is episode three. So it's funny. This seems like so much work to get this podcast out that I'm doing it this week without Bobby. Just our schedules are off right now from each other. I have been sick last week. I believe I told you that I was in COVID quarantine. So I finally got my test back per my company. I have to do it a certain way, which is fine. So I got my test back on Sunday morning, first thing Sunday morning, yeah, yesterday morning, and I do not have COVID, so I just feel like I've been hit by a truck, so did last four or five days, I'm feeling fine now, so Bobby took care of me, but I didn't want to record then, Bobby has been busy, she has a second job, so she works that the first few days this week, because she's going out of town at the end of the week, so, and I will not be with that, so Bobby and I are not seeing much of each other this week. So to me, that's always a letdown. I love hanging out with Bobby. She's my best friend and my lover. Oh, hold on. Once again, that's for our girls. So if they're listening to the podcast, they should know that things they may not want to hear is coming up. So too bad. Uh, I was late on hitting that button. I'm glad Bobby's not here. She may have a comment on that one. Oh, crap. She may have a comment on that one too. Sexually. See, hitting the button. Never mind. So anyway, um, got out for the first time yesterday myself in about a week because of quarantine. Went to see my parents. We went to eat dinner there last night, which is a challenge to put it mildly. Bobby and I always have this talk afterwards. My father is 90. My mother is 82. Um, it's, it's just difficult. Uh, you know, we'll probably talk about it a lot, but as your parents age, as we, as parents age, as our kids age, there's so many things going on. Like right now, I would feel, I should feel if we moved out of town, I should feel good guilty about that knowing that if we moved far enough away that it was a multiple hour trip by car flight or anything else that if we moved far enough away it could be the last time that I see them just I mean it's hard enough we see them once once or twice a week now and less than that it used to be twice every week we'd eat dinner with them and it's even less than now with COVID and everything else going on you know just lives get in there and as I say I'm not worried about them listening to this podcast because someone would have to show them how to do that and no one they know would be able to show them how to do that um I eventually will have my mother on I was adopted my thought is to have my birth mother who I've met Linda and my who I call my mom, Carlene, who raised me, having them both on the podcast at the same time. Bobby laughed and said, that should go over well. Now, they have met. I met my birth mother 
five or six years ago now, I believe six years ago now. This is a 2021 when this is being recorded. So about six years ago now. Um, so that has been a challenge. And that's something we'll talk about. It hasn't been a challenge, actually. It's just been different and and good and odd and weird. And, you know, we'll hopefully be back down to visit uh that side of my blood side of the family uh, here early part of next year with COVID running rampant and where they live, not having the best protocols, let's say. I have been unwilling to go. I've been unwilling to travel anywhere, honestly. So uh, let's see what's happened since the last time uh, we spoke. Uh, I got rid of Bobby. No, I didn't get rid of Bobby. And that's... (laughs) You know, I thought about this also, is that on our last podcast, I believe we talked about the dream, and that's air quotations when I say the dream. So Bobby had a dream that she walked in, and I was on our couch, naked but covered with a pillow, and I was with Megan the Stallion. She was upset about that, and then I made her even more upset about that by saying thank you to her. I mean, because this could have, she could have picked someone more my age. I'm 54 now. She could have picked an actress that was more my age that would be more, oh, I walked in on you, and I can't even think of anyone, Jennifer Aniston, let's say, or someone that's near my age in the round 50. So that definitely could have happened, uh, but she chose to go with Megan the Stallion. So I said, thank you for choosing someone, you know, nearly 30 years younger than me. I, I very much appreciate that, and that didn't go over well either. But that is not the reason, again, that she is not on the show. Our schedules just didn't work out. We were actually going to record on Sunday night after the premiere of Yellowstone because it's live on Paramount. We can't... DVR, DVR it or record it or do anything like that. So we needed to watch it live, which just screw up our recording. And by the time we got done watching, it was almost midnight, and Bobby was she was not going to record at midnight, which is fine. So here I am recording without her. And next week she'll be out of town, so there's a good chance she may even join via the phone next week. So we'll figure that one out, or maybe we'll pre-record it. We'll get we'll get her before. See, in this, and when people say that Google doesn't listen to you, it's just talking in the background right now. Yeah, I don't even know what it, I don't know what it heard that it thinks that it needs to talk in the background right now. But thank you very much, Google, for listening all the time. I always wonder about that. If there's someone somewhere listening to everything, because there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of sex sounds on there. There's going to be grunting. There's going to be, there's going to be sounds that, that are, may have never been made by human vocal cords before. I'm not saying that was me. I'm not saying that was Bobby. I'm just saying there may, there may not be as well. So, um, but yeah, Google always listening to us. So, yeah, Bobby will be out of town next week visiting her brother, sister-in-law, and niece and nephew. So we have a very young niece and nephew right now. So she is excited beyond belief to do that. 
We don't think that we'll ever have grandchildren. I'm okay with that. Bobby says she's okay with that. We'll see. Our kids don't want kids, which is perfect. That falls in line perfectly. So, but we'll see what happens. So, anyway, because we don't have a youngins around us now, Bobby's really looking forward to going down and hanging out with her niece and nephew. So, that'll be a lot of fun. Our oldest daughter is going with her as well. Uh, a few weeks, we'll have Thanksgiving, which is always busy. We'll have a daughter's 25th birthday. We'll have a 24th anniversary. Yeah, I know that's out of order. Look at the name of our stinking podcast. Oh, I should say fucking podcast, especially with Bobby not here, because I do believe that saying fuck and the number of listeners you have correlates. It shouldn't, but I think it does. Anyway, the longest one-night stand, yeah, that's how we met. Uh, we actually got married one year and two days after our first daughter was born. So uh, so we got a 25th birthday, 24th anniversary, uh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, the holiday season, and I should be excited. I should be like, woo, the holiday season, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I, no. Sorry. No. I work in a service industry where I have to deal with the public, and you all are awful. On my other podcast, and I do a couple other podcasts, on the Roro Show with Stephen that is co-hosted with Amazing Stephen Dolganoff. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more about how awful people are, especially at the holidays. And they all, and the ones who think that they're good customers, good with interaction, you're not. It's just a different type of annoying. So, um, yeah. So that I have to look forward to. I wish I could say, and if you listen to most people now when they talk about the holidays, they're, they sound like their tone goes more negative than it does positive. Unless you're a kid and expecting a lot of presents under the tree. That could always be. I think that's one thing that Bobby's, I, I, I know that she loves spoiling her niece and nephew. So she's going to have fun in Texas with them next week. Uh, speaking of kids, Halloween was last weekend, so if you're listening to this in the middle of July, remember this was recorded back in November of 2021. We had Halloween last week. It is really weird now. We didn't have a single trick-or-treater. Now, we live in a fairly small apartment complex. It is out of the way. I mean, most people, it it was it was built as a apartment complex for a golf course back in the 60s, late 50s, early 60s, and then as everything grew up around it, it kind of got isolated. So a lot of people don't even know what's there. It's a very small apartment complex and things like that. We don't have very many children to begin with that I've seen in the apartment complex itself, and it's not somewhere It's not somewhere where, oh, let's go to this apartment complex. And I'm not even sure people do that now anymore. I don't know how much public... Uh, trick-or-treating goes on. I know that in the early 90s, they started transitioning more to like uh, malls. I worked at a mall through college and after college. Um, 
and they would go trick or treating through all the stores in the mall, which was a good thing. I mean, if you had a mall with a hundred stores, and it was a, you know at that time the mall that it was at Metcalf South Shopping Center in Oakland Park, Kansas, which is no longer there, uh, you know there's probably a hundred stores or so when it was fully occupied, which it was during that time. So that was a great place for trick or treaters to go. So they would go through, and it, it would be. I th- I thought that was fun. You know, it, it, as an adult, I enjoyed that more than going house to house. As a kid, I loved going house to house. So, you know, I was trick-or-treating. My prime trick-or-treating years was like 1972 to 1980. Wow, that's old. Anyway, 1972 to 1980 was probably my prime trick-or-treating years. And that year, gosh, see, things wouldn't have worked with social media. Back then, because back then it was funny. You'd run into like a friend or something that was going down the the opposite side of the street or something. And if you found a place every once in a while, there'd be a house. And I I don't know if it was rich people. I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe it was a pedophile. I don't know what their story was, but they would give the full size and sometimes even the giant candy bars away. And see, that's another thing. I think in the 70s, I would like to look that up now because now I'm interested. I've piqued my own interest. I would like to know when like fun size and snack size candy bars came out because I don't. I think that most of the stuff back in the 70s up to about 80 was full size, and then you would really go nuts if they gave you like a giant, like a half pound Hershey's bar or something like that. So, and I was much better the day or two after Halloween trading candy that i had received and did not want with other people for candy that they had and did not want and we would trade i was much better trading at that than i was ever trading at baseball cards or anything like that so see i wish i had bobby here with me so that she could give her input um i don't do a lot of impersonations but i'm going to pretend like i'm asking bobby a question right now let's see how it goes bobby how was your uh your halloween's when you grew up well, Rodney, I'm a lot younger than you, so my uh, trick-or-treating was in the 80s and the early 90s, so I have no stories that uh, are familiar to yours. Wow. <laughs> She's going to be so mad if she listens to that, because that is not what she sounds like, and it's not what I think she sounds like. But I didn't think it was... I couldn't come up with a good voice on the spot. I didn't know I was going to do that. But because Bobby's seven years younger than I am, I mean, when I was getting done trick-or-treating, she was probably just beginning. Because in 1980, I would have been 13, which is about the time... That's about the time you transition from going house to house to just hiding behind bushes and then taking other kids' candy. I believe that may be considered robbery now. Things were very different back in the 70s, though. Totally. So, anyway, I don't think that, you know, and, and she lived, I lived in a suburban area. She lived in, I think she lived in a fairly suburban area. I don't know. It's a Wichita. I still call Wichita country. We lived there for three years. I mean, that's where she's from. She lived there, of course, much longer than that than I did. But after uh, Morgan was born, our oldest, we did move back to Wichita for three years as she finished her degree. And um, so, yeah, 
Yeah, so that was different. So the, the weird thing is, is when we lived out in the country, so when we lived in suburbia, in a house in suburban Kansas City, we would probably get 20 trick-or-treaters. I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't. Our subdivision didn't have a lot of kids. Other subdivisions around did, and I think that because of that, that's where everyone kind of migrated because that's where, where the candy was more, just everything was. So we didn't get a lot. We would, you know, we would take turns year by year um, who took the, the girls out with the other people. And so it either the moms take them one year, the dads would take them. The other ones would sit around and hand out candy and drink possibly. So, um, but then when we moved out to the country, there was, there was limited numbers. It was, it was a country town, but it was still a town, town of about 5,000. And I don't remember if we got a lot of, I think we did. I think we got inundated with trick or treaters because I think that first, and see, this is where Bobby would be so much better. If we, if she was just here on the show with me, she'd be able to fill in all these blanks. So maybe I'll know whether she actually listened to the show while she was out of town. If she gives me any of these answers. So maybe we can fill us in. I actually think we ran out of candy after like 30 or 40 minutes. We had so many trick-or-treaters. We went from, you know, having 15 or 20 when we lived in the suburbs to when we moved out there. I think we were out of a bowl. And we, we're not, I'm not the type that's real generous. I'm not like giving them a handful of candy. Maybe at the end of the night I will do that, but at the beginning of the night, no. So, uh, and we still ran out of candy. So that was kind of different. Also living out in the can- uh, the country just for holiday purposes was weird. The, uh, we had moved out there right at the beginning of summer and the first 4th of July we were there. We were used to being in the suburbs where nothing was legal. If you lit it, it was illegal. So when we moved out, the, it was like a war zone. I've never been in a war zone, but it, it, it was not like a war zone, sorry. It was just, it was smoke. That, I mean, the next day, the track, because everyone just go out to the middle of the streets and then when cars weren't coming, just light them, light your fireworks off in the middle of the streets. And we're not talking like firecrackers and little tiny things like that. We're talking missiles and big Roman candles and big ass. I mean, oh yeah, that was one thing in the country. Our girls loved to go to the tents out there. And it's weird because now, now that we don't live out there, they were building a fireworks um building i mean a, a retail place that sells fireworks all year round which just baffle i mean i just can't think of a lot of things that i need fireworks for i mean i guess everything is better with fireworks so like it would be cool like honestly just waking up some morning and then pew 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 pew, pew. that was fireworks May have been real fireworks. I'm not going to tell you. Maybe I did that impersonation so well, you're going to have to go back and listen to it again and see whether those were real fireworks. Uh, anyway, it was just so smoky and everything that people were using the big stuff. Our girls loved Fourth uh, of July out there. So I think the first year, our oldest daughter had a whole bunch of her friends come out um, from her high school. And I think they climbed up on a roof and watched fireworks and watched the stars. So, yeah, I miss the country. So we've been, last night I said that uh, we got slowed down on, on doing this podcast because of Yellowstone, which is true. Great. 
I love it. I think it's great. My wife thinks it's great. It's one of those shows that there are many shows that we watch that are very good, but they seem like the amount of time that they are. Like it'll seem like, yeah, that was an hour. And then there are shows where you're like, you start watching and you're like, well, how the fu- how is that over? Did I, did I black out? What the fuck just happened? Because all of a sudden it's over and you're like, how was that an hour? You just get so engulfed. So last night, the two-hour premiere of, um, of season four of Yellowstone, we actually were turned on to it by our friend uh, Stephen Sue back in August. We had heard of it. We had never watched it. So while we were visiting them, they talked about they couldn't wait for season four to get here. They were talking about it quite a bit. So we watched, I, be, I think we were going to watch one episode. They wanted us to see it so bad. So we were like, okay. We didn't have anything else to do. Uh, girls were drinking. I was smoking. So um, we, did, we watched it, and it was really good. I think we may have watched two or three episodes while we were there with them. And... So then we got back and we got addicted. We were watching all the time. Then we had to slow roll it because we were like, we're going to be done with this in the middle of September having watched 30 episodes or whatever the first three seasons entailed. We, I, I was afraid we are going to do that and then have to wait until November. We'd have to wait two months. So we kind of slow rolled uh, the third season, got to the season finale, and actually waited probably another two or three weeks just to watch it a week ago uh, just so that we would be better geared up for this but man that first episode i am not going to do any spoilers um but it is great and it's funny because i I tell my wife i go i've spent a little bit time in the country i feel at home in the country uh bobby's family has very big family reunions we used to attend every year i have not been in quite some time neither has bobby just scheduling just when they have a pandemic a lot of things going on so anyway one year they headed at a dude ranch in oklahoma and i wish i knew the name of the dude ranch it was the accommodations were great the and when we rode a horse and i've i've read them before it's not the first time but it's not like i've spent a ton of time i've probably spent a few hours total in my life on a horse maybe four or five hours total but i'm comfortable i'm not afraid of a horse i'm not i'm not scared as as long as my skill and the horse's temperament match up and i'm i'm put in such a way then when we were at this dude ranch in oklahoma we were we were doing some galloping and stuff and i thought that was I, i i thought that was so much fun and i watch i watch yellowstone and i'm just like oh but I'm also brittle. So see, that's the oxymoron with me is I'm very brittle. So I would go out there and be like, mail the hay. And I'd go over and be like, yeah, I hear it myself, which would happen. So everyone would just need to know about that up front. So uh, if you have not watched, sorry, I just hit the mic. If you have not watched um, Yellowstone and you're looking for something new, man, it's good. And then they just release new episodes every Friday, I guess, on Paramount. So we specifically got Paramount Network just for Yellowstone. And to my knowledge at this point, that's the only reason we watch that. I haven't looked anything else. Um, you know, that's one of my <laughs> complaints. We were with DirecTV for, from 1996, I think they were about two years old at the time, until we moved 
into the apartment that we're in now, which was like 2017. So a good 20 years, we had DirecTV. Most of that time, we did not need it specifically. We had it because... Being from Tampa, I'm a huge Buccaneers fan. I wanted to make sure that I could watch all my Buccaneers games, so I got NFL Sunday ticket every year. That way I could watch them. Um, Also, when we lived out in the country, which was where we were at right before we moved into the apartment, there was not the speed that you needed to stream. Streaming was coming in at that time, but there was this... Many of you that may listen to this don't know what dial-up is, but if you wanted to reference the speed of it, it was like speed of dial-up. It was very, very poor at best. So uh, we moved into the city, and we decided to ditch DirecTV. And the one thing, I, I did complain. We paid a decent amount with DirecTV. We had a decent amount of channels. I don't really know what we pay right now. I mean, we have so many subscriptions, and I... I know that I could could figure it out. In fact, I had made a, a spreadsheet, like a, a bank ledger that I turned into a, a shared spreadsheet so that Bobby and I could always see what where the bank account was. We could always see what had been everything going on there. And um, so I could probably do a filter and, and, and figure that out. But, you know, we have uh, Hulu and Netflix and, Prime Video and uh, Peacock and Paramount and I don't know if I said Apple yet and Apple. I'm just trying to think all the little tiles. I mean, there's so many of them, and I think some we pay for. I know that we pay for Hulu and see, like Prime Video is included with our Prime membership, so we don't. I mean, I don't know how. I wouldn't really can't. Whatever. Uh, Netflix. We. I don't even know what Netflix costs anymore. That would probably be good to know on my part. Uh, I think that the best value, in my opinion, for the bang for the buck is Apple TV. Now, I may be getting this wrong. I believe Apple TV is $4.99 a month. But with everything Ted Lasso, which is why we originally got it. I have now gotten into the TV show Invasion. Finch, the movie, just came out, I believe, this past weekend from when I'm recording this, which is a new Tom Hanks movie for Apple TV. So for the amount that we pay for that, Netflix has a lot of great stuff. Um, but it's more, I mean, I believe it's, I don't know, $12, $15 a month, something like that. I mean, that's still a good, but I don't know what we pay. I don't know if I pay, if we pay what we did with DirecTV, more or less. Uh, I don't know. Luckily, right now, with the state of the Buccaneers, with Tom Brady being there, most of their games are being broadcast. So that's very nice right now, at least for me. I don't have to worry about streaming. And I've also. My priorities have changed as I get older. I used to play any day it was nice out and probably above 50. I was on the golf course. If we didn't have anything present, I would be on the golf course. And that was a lot of time and money spent doing that. And the same thing with NFL Sunday Ticket is I would spend every Sunday watching the game. 
And a lot of times I would DVR it. Being here in Kansas City, if I did not wear something Buccaneers, like a Buccaneers tie to church or Buccaneers uh, sweater to, or vest or something to out to eat during the game, then no one would say, oh, did you hear what the Buccaneers did? Um, friends of mine, neighbors would always learn fairly quickly not to talk about that, that I didn't always watch the game live because being in Kansas City and before Tom Brady, people just weren't talking about the Buccaneers here in Kansas City. So I didn't really have to worry about that. But every once in a while, I'd get someone that the game had already been played or being played and I wasn't watching it. And they would be like, oh man, can you believe whatever happened? And I'd be like, uh, no, but when I do watch it, I'll let you know. And they're like, oh, my God, so sorry. And so most of them would learn really quick that, you know, hey, have you wa-? they'll ask me whether I watched the game or interested in the game or anything like that. So, uh, But that gives me a lot more free time. I also found on YouTube that they do a recap where you see most of the major plays. It takes 10 or 12 minutes, which is better than spending an hour to three hours, depending on how you're watching it. When I used to DVR it, I would – watch all the offensive plays, and then just fast-forward through the defense. So, But now I have more time to spend with my family, which is what I want. So um, let's see. Anything else that happened since our last show? Yeah, we spent time with my parents last night. I mentioned that earlier in the show. That is difficult. We keep telling our children, do <laughs> – let me rephrase this, because Bobby would needs to be here to correct me on this. I don't want to speak for her. I tell our kids, do what's best for you. If I get to the age of my mom or dad, 82, 90, somewhere in that neighborhood, octogenarian, let's say, don't base any decisions on me. Don't base your, like, if it's July, don't be talking to me about the holidays. Let's just see where I'm at when we get to the holidays and see where you're at. I mean, it can be a challenge as your parents get older. Um, you know, I I don't even know how to classify my relationship with my parents growing up. Very loving, um, amazing. I just don't know on the – they were always there for me. They wouldn't miss a sports event. If they did, I would show them by being taken to the hospital or something. I think the – the the one event that neither one of my parents sporting events that neither one of my parents could get to when I was small, uh, I ended up it was a soccer game. I ended up having my ankle broken, being taken to the hospital, and my mom was in a meeting and the in at a church where she worked, and the the church was locked, so the police come banging on the door, and all they said was, "Your son's been in an accident. He's at the hospital." So I think I taught them very well. You need to show up to all of my fucking games. So uh, my parents were always amazing, playing. My dad would play catch with me. They would take me. They would do the things. Um, Being adopted, we will talk about this more. This is why at some point I would like to have Linda and my mom on both. Uh, I know that's weird to say Linda and my mom, but when I first met Linda, that's how I met her is Linda. I mean, yeah, I I came shooting out her vagina, but other than that, I mean, it was like, hey, and then, um, you know, that was 1967. And then, so, I, so Linda is my birth mom. 
Carlene, Hendra Carlene is my mom mom. I mean, the both, whatever. But so anyway, it's just, it's difficult to, for me, sometimes to interact with them. It's it's just challenging. You know, you feel at this point, you're like, oh, you know, and, and I feel bad, but I use the term all the time. They have reached their expiration date. I mean, there's just a point where, you know, the only reason that the longevity gets lengthened is because of advancing medicine. I would like to say some people taking better care of themselves, but if you look around America, that's not always the case. So anyway, I just, it's hard for me. Like sometimes I look at my dad and he sits in the same chair. The only two places I have seen him in the last, I wish Bobby was here because I'm going to say three years and it's probably longer than that. His chair where he sits and watches TV or at the dinner table. Those are the only two places. Or uh, he'll he'll use his walker to go to the restroom. So those are the only places I have seen him. And I don't know how fun that could be. And maybe it is fun. I mean, he doesn't like play video games or anything. Maybe if I was 80, I'd be like 90. I'd be like, think about all this time I have for video games. And at 54, I can just imagine how amazing video games would be when I'm 90. I probably wouldn't even have to do anything for it. I could just sit there and think and everything. It'd be like VR or something like that. So um, so sometimes it's difficult. And then they argue about things that they don't want to argue about or or sometimes you just look at them like, I don't remember what was said last night, but my father said something and then my... My mom should have known what he meant. I don't even remember what it was. That's how insignificant it was. But it got into a big argument because he didn't use the right term. But she should have known what he meant. And so, like, stupid little stuff like that. I always just want to be like, does it fucking matter? Just, ooh. You know, like, at 90, having a major stroke 11 years ago or something like that. And, you know, his exercise. Give him a break. Let him just sit there and do what he has earned the right to just sit there and do nothing. Um, circling back to, still there's a, a, a certain amount, and, and I feel like I should feel guilty. I mean, I do feel bad when I haven't talked to him for a couple of days or I haven't seen them this past week. I think I went 10 or 12 days without seeing them because I was sick and, you know, uh, I... <laughs> I always joke that I didn't go see them, and luckily I was negative because if I would have tested positive, I definitely would have gone see them. It's an inheritance joke. See, if I went and saw old people and I was – never mind. So anyway, um, it can be difficult. I mean there are times where Bobby and I will give each other those glares, and if you have been with your partner for any amount of time, you know those looks. Uh <laughs> Texting is fun when we're sitting at the table with them or texting back and forth about them or the situation or anything. So that's interesting. So way to do a lot of uh, of that. So um, 
So that was our, our Sunday night. Uh, this week, I said that Bobby is going out of town. She is going to see her brother, her sister-in-law, niece and nephew. Uh, she is going with her oldest daughter and her parents. So I 100% guarantee she will not listen to this podcast in the car with them. Or if she does, she's going to have headphones in. Um, I was unavailable to go on this trip. I, and this has, I, for me, I don't have the same, and, and I know this probably makes me sound like the big asshole, um, which I am occasionally. I just don't have the same, like, Bobby, like, can't wait. I mean, she gushes. When she talks about her niece and nephew, she gushes. I, I'm i trying to think if I even gushed about talking about our kids like that. I may have, but I might not have either. I don't know. So, anyway, uh, she's going. Uh, I will probably try to get her on the phone so we can actually do a podcast next week. Um a lot of back, uh, noise in the background, so that may be fun. Uh, that's w- And we'll talk about it also. Um, probably after the fact. I do hope that my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, I hope all my family members listen to this because uh, they could give me feedback. But I will say one thing. My brother-in-law is much older than like my brother-in-law is, I think, four years younger than I am, and my kids are grown and out of the house, and he still has kids in diapers. And that's, it's just, total, I mean, I can't even wrap my head around that. At 49, I was so excited to get the kids out of the house, and not because I didn't love them or anything else, but here's the thing with Bobby and I. The longest one-night stand. We met. She went home with me. We had a baby nine and a half months after we met. We found out she was pregnant maybe six or eight weeks in. Probably not in enough time that we would be within the grace period of the Texas abortion law. So it was probably, she was having back pains. And I don't know, I probably should have asked her about this. But anyway, I told her she had insurance at at the time. She was on her parents' insurance. She was in college. And I was working a retail job. I was working until nine o'clock and she'd come to see me. And I told her she needed to go to the hospital. I go, that's why we have insurance. It was a Friday night. I go, you need, or Saturday. I don't remember which. I go, you need to go to the hospital. They can just check you out if something's wrong. I mean, that's why I, healthcare is something different. Anyway, I had a puppy at the time. So I said, I will take her to, because I don't know. We had one car for whatever reason at the time. I don't know if she brought to me or what. But I go, I'll take you to the hospital, which wasn't too far from my place. I'll go let the dog out. I'll come back. She goes, great. So get off work. We do that. I drop her off at the emergency room. Go let my dog out. I come back. I go in the emergency room. And I said, hey, I had dropped off uh, my girlfriend or a friend. I don't know, because I did call, Bobby will talk about this a lot, I did call her friend and not my girlfriend, that's still a point of contention with her. Anyway, I said I dropped someone off, I said their name, and they go, oh, yes, she's been moved to the maternity ward. 
Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. And then I think I went, huh? Um, and you know, it's weird. I had every opportunity to just leave at that point. It, I don't, it, it never crossed my mind. I mean, that's, that's the weird thing about Bobby and I. Stuff, I've, I mean, I've just always been so sure of her and I that it just never. And I was like, I, I don't even know. I, I wonder if I sat down. I don't remember. I don't remember if I sat down or I just went, oh, okay, and then take me there. And then we went and. So I remember she had to spend the night in the hospital. I think I may have had to be lying to her roommate at the time because if I would have said she was in the hospital, her friends would have want to go visit her. And then when they found out she's so we didn't let her friends know at the time. So that's how we found out. So anyway, that was six to eight weeks into the beginning of our relationship. And so we never, so then you know, she didn't drink. She's never smoked. She did. We we took it fairly easy, which is very difficult when you're a new couple to take it difficult. So I was excited. You know, when I I was forty nine, I wasn't excited about having a newborn or a toddler. I was excited about getting the kids the fuck out of the house so that Bobby and I could be naked as much as we want. Oh shoot. So Bobby and I could be naked as much as we want. Um, and we were able to do that for most of last year. So uh, Morgan was living in Florida. Trinity went off to school. Uh, so we had a good run of about seven months there. There was a ton of nakedness going on. So I actually bought, as a joke, I bought a um a mat that just said something about the family uh, a, a, a welcome mat and then bobby replaced it i come home one day and bobby replaced it said give us a moment we don't have any pants on which is true there are a lot of times that i would prefer not having clothes on ever so but i prefer to be warm also so there's a I, I would prefer to be at home naked and it be 90 degrees in the house. That's what I would prefer. So um, anyway, so it's 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 been weird. I've been looking forward to being empty nesters, not because I don't love our kids immensely. Um, I always said I wanted to own enough land where they could each have a place on our land. And if we stood on our back deck, we could see them with binoculars and maybe a telescope. So... Have them close, you know, not under the same roof necessarily. So um, that being said, Trinity will be back. So we'll have a full house at uh, Thanksgiving here. And I always have to mention it, Mo's birthday. So it's a big one, 25, quarter of a century. Uh, we'll talk about that sometime. I'm tired of these reels or TikToks of the uh, Talladega Knights who put a cougar in my car you are not a cougar if you're 24 and he's 23. Hold on. Oh my gosh, that drives me insane right now. And you know what really drives me insane is the is the smirkiness that they have when they're doing it. Like, ah, 
fine. Like, they're smirking like, I'm with a cougar, and then she's smirking like, I'm a cougar, and it's like, oh, my God, you're not a cougar. <sighs> but anyway, that's for a different time. So, hey, I am so glad I was able to make it through 43 minutes of this. So... I was worried when I was doing this without Bobby that what am I going to talk about? I don't have anyone to bounce this off of. I'm not high. I don't have someone to to make fun of me and to, to just talk. So I am glad. If you made it to this point, thank you. And you must be family. But thank you for making this point. Remember, follow us, like us, subscribe to us. Whatever you need to do, do that. We would really appreciate it. So... Next time, I hope to have Bobby back with me because, really, it's it's weird. The longest one-night stand with Ro, that's just, that's Bobby's life. And I'm telling you, that's weird. So, anyway, till next time, thank you all so much. This is Ro. I'm missing you, Bobby. Till next time, this is the longest one-night stand with Roe.